We are oh, out here. Tag. Fuck y'all talking about sophisticated tag. ignorance. Are y'all fucking crazy? That's a fact. Talk are that y'all crazy? Yo, y'all getting me tight. Like I be out this here trying to be, to be humble. Let's be not get drop. fucking crazy. Sophisticated ignorance. All right. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of Sophisticated. Another edition. Another ignorance. chapter. Another. Another page in our novel. We're back. Yeah, definitely another page in a novel. <laughs> in each of our lives, we mm-hmm. can add this a story that we can tell to our grandchildren and great grandchildren. And we're the characters in this little book. We are. It's very strange. I'd... Introducing Naima Simone. Baby, boy, yes. do I have some stories I could put in the book. Someone asked me when I was going to write the book, too, and I was like, mm, that's a lot. Who has the time? I mean, you can make time for the things you really want to do. Thank you can you. always find a little bit of time somewhere, somewhere. But True. do you really want to do it? That's where the energy will come from. It's called commitment. It's called actually wanting to do it and then committing to it. To so do an audiobook. You could talk. Yeah, I can do that. People really <laughs> listen to audiobooks, though? I mean, they do. Some people. Yeah. yeah. It's a medium. Yeah. I couldn't do it, but some <laughs> people do. Yeah, I would, I, me personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do something... If I know if I was an opposite and I would enjoy it, that makes sense. Fair. Yeah. Makes sense. Cool. But then once you get into the whole creating a book thing, you kind of like, they got companies that do all of that for you. I don't even know. Like, you don't have to voice your own audiobook. (laughs) (laughs) Do you imagine? Who can like, Morgan Freeman? (laughs) Yo, (laughs) shit was wild that weekend. Somebody on the train listens to that shit. laughing like that's a hilarious idea now that you think about Cackling. it somebody doing an audiobook in the slang that they actually use deaf because typically when an audiobook is done it's like very formal yeah it's oh, usually no imagine yeah. if dry we, it'd be fucking dry imagine if we retold old hood novels in our own like new york slang voices oh my god oh, baby that's the Off idea right the there fucking shelves Redact this whole thing. I'm about to read it right Zane now. books. Nobody's oh. ever heard people say the words. <laughs> well, yo, what's our topic this week? Um, <laughs> oh, we didn't even go through our we words. We didn't go through our words. Oh no, I heard Zane and got disgusted. <laughs> My bad. Wow. My bad. You just wanted to move on quickly. Yeah, let's, let's go through our words. Try to the... segue out of that one. <laughs> words of the week. Out of all the content, Zane is not on that list. Yikes. Well, okay, cross Ar- that off. Ironically, she has on podcast too she does purple panties hey why does that sound familiar it's a scripted sex podcast by zane it involves women and sex and such oh those are popular too well scripted podcasts yeah Yeah, i've I've listened to a few of those it's kind of cool yeah yeah it gets i guess the uh the place is wet you know what i'm saying not in that aspect, <laughs> but I'm just saying i do do enjoy scripted podcasts not necessarily the sexual ones all right your tea, your biscuit. All right, well, yes, what's the word? You go first. You seem like you have a lot of tea. Fucking aggravated. <laughs> My phone definitely just <laughs> rung, and I got so fucking pissed. Aggravated. Wow. That's how we starting off? Well, I love you guys. So I tell you guys, like, all my business. Mm-hmm. So the word of the week is drained. Yikes. Like, I am drained in every aspect a, a human can be, like, Physically, mentally, and emotionally, just fucking drained. Somebody did this, didn't they? Work is fucking draining. Trash. I have no time over the last, what, since September to do things that I'm used to doing as far as being a creative. And it's just 
when you're creative you need to create and do things when you don't have the time to do it, you feel like you're gonna fucking explode like you're going crazy because mm-hmm. it's just so much inside of you you need to let out i don't know if people understand that mm-hmm. necessarily but it's just like you're dying to like you need to create something and then i don't have the time and then dealing with personal stuff with friends i got some bad news about a friend so then it's just like fuck you know it's like i'm the person everyone turns to because you're the strong one i'm the quote unquote the strong one but then when you take when you're an empath and you take on everybody's emotions and it 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 literally drains you it feels heavy right Mm -hmm. and then I start to feel like I don't have the space to be vulnerable and express myself because it's like I don't want to put that on them. So the other day I had to tell somebody, listen, I don't have the mental or emotional room to deal with your stuff today. Right. I apologize for that, but I don't have it today. Maybe right. tomorrow, mm-hmm. maybe some other time, but I got my own stuff going on. Or maybe never because you also deserve some mental yeah. peace. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. That's also true. This week was just draining. Like, work and relationships with friends and everything else it's like all of you guys please leave me alone on my days off monday and tuesday i just i told everyone you have until 12 p.m to tell me whatever you need to tell me for me to help you with what you need to need help with but do not contact me again until wednesday dnd i don't care if you see me on social media do not contact me with anything do not disturb leave me alone i put everyone do not disturb smd leave me alone and it felt really good but even today, before um, I left to come record, I had a whole emotional breakdown. I just started fucking crying. It's just a lot sometimes. This is a lot, It's just yeah. a lot some days. I get you. Yeah, and this week was just one of those weeks when I was like, I need space. You're doing too much. Life. I'm doing too much. Life, life, you're doing too much. Yeah. Life, you need to relax. Yeah, let's just calm down just a little bit. Right. It's just January. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> just January. <laughs> like, man, we got 11 more months. Just... Come on. Come on. Push it, push it, push it to later. It's not even spicy outside yet. Word. I'm not bothering nobody. I'm not doing that. And give me a fucking break. Can you hit snooze on the bullshit just for, just for, (laughs) man. Oh, man. Now we can move on to somebody else. Speaking of. (laughs) Good stuff. I feel like my word is going to be a very consistent word just based off of how the last few weeks have been progressing. And it's just chill. Like. How your life seems to be upside... Well, I don't say your life is upside down. How you seem to be dealing with a lot the last past week. I've just been on, like, cruise control. Work was regular. Friends have been regular. Although I did get, like, some family news that was quite disturbing. I got something. So, yeah. I was supposed to be somewhere this weekend and I opted not to because of the news. But outside of that... um, yeah, everything's just been chill. I've just been... I think... I don't know if it was... No, I know it was somebody else that told me who was, like, into the Zodiac or just reading some shit into the Zodiac That's and they were saying, like, for me specifically, like, this is going to be a year where I really, like, step back from, like, a lot of people in general and just, like, kind of just focus on myself. And I've been doing that and it's been quite peaceful. I got the same look at exact the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, a mirror. Look at you two. <laughs> well, it was the same sign. Yeah. So That's what I'm saying. Sense. That's why I said yeah. here. <laughs> so, yeah, I just been, I just been falling back and just chilling, and it's been oh, silence is so beautiful. It really is. Those two days was amazing. It was just like, nigga, this is what life's supposed to be like. Everybody leave me alone. It's funny that you two mentioned those things. Uh oh. 
because I also got Sir some... Sir lot. Fa- oh, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned. Um, my word is... Yo, man, I don't even know what the word is anymore. Like, unbothered, unmoved. It's no, one of those words. Omarion? That's your word? Omarion? <laughs> no, because I want to like, be like Omarion so bad at this I mean, point. he is a literal spirit animal because, oh like... Funny enough, you mentioned peace and all that stuff because I was just talking to somebody and we were just got into the uh, the topic of relationships and I mentioned how I was single, but then they, you know, asked me like, "How single are you?" Basically, in the sense of, you know, single That's a fair playing question. the field, Someone whatever, me that and or like, single like actually to yourself, like finding your peace and working on yourself. The answer is I'm not doing. I'm very much out here and um you know I mean at the end of the day it's like I know that I have to set that time for myself to actually like be single in the sense of like focusing on me Mm -hmm. but once again I've I'm I'm decon I'm deconditioning myself from being in a relationship for so long and just having somebody next to me and close to me like that so it's it's still it's still a transition that I'm working on work in progress not perfect but I'm eventually getting to the point where, like Stephen, I could just kind of step back and be me and find that peace that I need. So one day at a time. Yeah. As they it's say. helpful. I just need my space to create because I feel like I'm going fucking crazy. You are crazy. You I'm know. going like really nuts right now. I mean, you are what you eat. What am I eating? Shut up. All right. Anyway. So and what's the topic again? <laughs> okay. I'm about so to segue out of that one. Fox. Baby. <laughs> Shout out to Horrible Decisions because they posted something today. I had a totally different topic mm-hmm. in mind, and I saw that, and I started reading the comments like, hmm, this would be cool to talk about. What are the horrible um, ladies talking about now? Um, it's a post they made. It says women fuck who they want. Oh, yes. Men fuck who they can. Remember that. This classic tale. Yes. And I'd be like. I saw this. And Isn't that read, pretty straightforward? I mean, it's pretty And I read the, the comments, or whatever the case may be, so you know you have men who are like butthurt. Of course. And they came with the whole, okay, yeah, but men marry who they want and women marry who they can. And I'm just like, y'all are fucking stupid. I feel like it's a mutual choice. But then I started to think about, is it really a choice? Do any of us, do men have the upper hand in these situations and women don't? Are we talking about marriage or relationships? We're talking about marriage specifically. Relationships. It doesn't have to be marriage. But just relationships, how they begin. Uh is it mostly because a man decides it or a woman decides? Oh, I see. Yeah. The chicken or the egg in this case. Right. Right. Uh, and so well, reading, reading the comments, I was just like, everyone's answer was based off of another meme they probably saw on Twitter or Instagram. And it just made me realize, like, people I don't think are, there's a true answer are really here. fucking stupid. No, yeah. I don't think it is. It's I don't a, think... It's a fucking huge toss-up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that part, yeah. I think it just depends on the people in a relationship. But I still wanted, I still started to think about certain things and mm-hmm. maybe situations we've been in throughout our dating um, experiences. Like... <sighs> So that's funny that you mentioned this because I remember distinctly, I think it was either Mandy or the horrible decision Instagram page where I responded to something and like flames. Most, yeah. Flames. Most I remember shit, that. Yeah. And like most shit, all the butt hurt niggas was just oh, yeah. crying and complaining. Cause yeah. I said something along the lines of like, I forgot what they were arguing about or what the post was about, but I said something along the lines of like, it's somewhat of a privilege to be with a woman because she has to choose you. You could like whoever the fuck right. you want to like, mm-hmm. right. but if she's not interested in dating you or dealing with you in any facet, then it's it's quiet for you. And then niggas was like, oh, you know, 
you must not have no confidence in yourself because you feel like it's a privilege. And I'm just, oh, <laughs> I'm just scrolling through like, this shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah like, they don't grasp that concept. They don't grasp it at all. I fucking love Drea. Doesn't mean fucking Drea want me. Right. <laughs> like, it don't work like nah, that. Nah, man, you ain't and, confident, King. <laughs> you yeah. gotta manifest. It don't matter how confident person. you are. It's yeah. the same shit with, like, um, a quote-unquote normal chick who lusts after or likes... Or no, it's a quote-unquote normal chick who gets in contact with somebody like an athlete or a right. rapper. Right. The rapper may want to smash or do whatever, regardless of what the situation is. The dude may want something. If she doesn't find it mutual, she's just not going to entertain it at all. That's right. it. Period. That's, like, there's that's, no... That's, that's literally it. That's, that was the only point that I was making, and then right. niggas was just going on a niggas, frenzy. Because niggas, humans... Right off of emotion. It's the male ego. Yes, there we go. The male ego. It drives off of number emotion. one answer on the board. And men don't like to admit that they the are statement very is fucking not, emotional. Because the statement is mad? not a sign of weakness. It's, it's a statement not. of acknowledgement. Logic. That's it. And I realize that some humans and some men, when you deal with dating and these topics, it comes from a place of ego and emotion. It's like that's not what I'm in. This is but, straightforward. You, you know what it is too. I think men on the internet, and I try to break it down to like the very like min- minuscule level. Men feel that they're constantly being attacked when it comes to these type of viewpoints. You know what I'm saying? Like men are constantly like being berated in the sense of like, oh well, women should have the choice, and women should be able to dictate the relationship in a certain sense, and men shouldn't have. I mean, men can have a uh, input in it, but at the end of the day, as we're seeing now, like mm-hmm. it's up to it's really up to a woman if they want a man in this space or not. You know what I'm saying? And Men, those type of men, are not able to grasp or understand why that's the case. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and it's a mixture of ego. It's a mixture of not acknowledging the dynamic of the relationship. It's a mix of men not wanting to lose that level of control. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The men want to control the situation in the sense of like, yo, I choose the chick. You know, she's with me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's my that's my chick. There's yeah, ownership there. You know what I'm saying? Societal so, aspect. Right, right. It's the control and ownership. So once those things are stripped away from them in this type of situation, that's when they kind of cower or they feel like they're being, whatever, their manhood is being threatened or some shit. It's just, yeah. it's exhausting. So does anyone have the upper hand in initiating a relationship? I, I mean. <clears throat> or is it based off of circumstances? Well, I don't think there's an upper hand. I think it has to be a mutual agreement. I like you. She mm-hmm. likes me. Right. We like each other. It's like, there's no upper hand thing. If there's an upper hand in the situation, then shit is going to get a little bit wild. Because right. if, okay, let's say I had the upper hand. Well, right. she, yeah, let's say I had the upper hand. I liked her, but she wasn't really feeling me, but she chose to stay, deal with me in whatever facet. Mm-hmm. Then when shit get more serious, it's like... And if you're not, if you don't like that person on the same level, or enough that you want to be around them, mm-hmm. then why would you deal with the other aspects of them that you may not like? So shit will get kind of weird and crazy in that aspect. So in in a, in that type of scenario, if somebody, all right, if the person who decides that even if they're not feeling them, they choose to be with them. Yeah, because then it's like now you're that person is probably picking and choosing the elements that they actually want. Like, right. there's plenty of chicks that's out that date niggas because they have money or they have access to things. They don't like them as an individual. So when the fucked up aspects come around, then they start to de- then they start to debate like, okay, so what am I really here for? 
and usually in those cases it's more so like when you're dealing with people who come from a more affluent background or people mm -hmm. who have access to things so it's like she don't perfect example all them fucking housewife um tv shows right like they got together when they was young she didn't really knew him knew him mm -hmm. but because he had a bunch of fucking money at that time she was like yeah stick around they have kids and they live this life and then it, it isn't until the latter stages where the money doesn't really matter like i already had the big ass house for 20 plus years right i've already bought like all the designer shit and now it's like i just want you home and want to enjoy you huh. that shit is not the case because one you completely ignore the fact that in order for him to live this lifestyle he has to work. work like 14 plus hours a day then when he comes home he's so emotionally drained because of work the last thing he want to do is exchange emotions when it comes to you. So he's standoffish. He's a fucking asshole more more times than not. So it's like there's when there's that lack of balance. It's like oh, I like all the other aspects of you, or no, I like the things that. that benefit me now right. that don't really hold no weight. Then you get into a situation where it's like all right, I'm now I'm dealing with this person, and then you come to realize like yo, I really don't fuck with you like that. Well, in that case, that level of settling gives the other person the upper hand. You know what right. I'm saying? Because, I mean, and I think when we use the term settle, we use it in the sense of like, oh, well, you know, I... Like making it like a pros and cons. Right, there's a pros and cons, and then it's like, all right, the pros outweigh the cons, so I might as well, right? right? Or settling is another level of, all right, well, I can't find nobody like this person right now, or the shit is hard, so I'm just going to pick this person because right now they're the most decent thing that I've... Or a decent person that I've encountered, and I need stability. I need A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And they mm -hmm. have that, and no one else has that. Right? So let me just stick this out. So unfortunately, that person settling gives the other person the upper hand because obviously they hold all the chips. Right. You know what I mean? So I guess in that case, that level of settling provides an upper hand for even even men settle with women. You know, it's always the dynamic of a uh, woman settling for a man, but sometimes men settle for women too. But men never want to admit that they settle. They because always want to make it seem like it goes like... right back to ego. Uh i imagine you made your face like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> there it goes. Full circle. Yeah. It's the same thing where we was arguing about um, body count. Right. Male ego. Niggas is not going to... If the chick is... If he knows the chick is not attractive to the majority or whoever, he's not going to admit that he smashed. It's a male oh, ego thing. Absolutely not. And in that case, the men did settle for that person, but they're never going to say it. Yeah. Right. Just because they wanted to fuck. Yeah. And that's it goes back to the meme <laughs> look we just so, we just doing donuts at this point it's so oh, annoying. um in the beginning stages of a relationship like we're dating who do you think has more of a choice whether or not things become more exclusive woman next some people would say it was a man why in a sense of yeah elaborate a little bit more I agree. I feel like even if a man decides, like, you know, Naeem, I'm ready to be with you. And if I be like, well, that's not what I want right now. Exactly. Yeah, that's what he, That's not what I want right now. Yeah. But then there are men who feel like they have the upper hand. It's their choice whether or not they want to be with you. And once they say that, you're supposed to jump on board. Right. Because Male now it's, I'm, cause now I'm choosing you. And because you're a woman, you automatically, because you like me, you automatically want to be with me. I feel like a lot of men think that once they meet a woman and there's feelings and they like each other, the woman automatically is thinking about being with this person. So when a woman tells them, like, you know, actually, I don't know if I want to be exclusive with you. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. It comes off as if she can be lying. 
or maybe I don't know. I think it's a um is a byproduct of just human society. Like even if you look at like something as ridiculous as like cartoons that de- depict um the early days of man. It's always Pepe Le Pew. Right. Well, not that. That's further down. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, but no, no, but in no, that no, concept that's, of the chase. Yeah, 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 right. That's a good Yo, example the because Pepe Le Pew really wanted her. And she was like, nigga, I don't like you. Well, first and foremost, she was a cat. He was a skunk. So it don't, just, but it don't matter. It's the fact that the compatibility I don't want you. wasn't really uh, there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, I don't but like you. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a byproduct of like society's always showing like that when the man chooses you, it's like fucking Pokemon. <laughs> when the man chooses you, <laughs> you, you, you come. Go, yeah, That's it. Right, right. he's the hunter, he's a gatherer, he does X, Y, and Z. You should just be there because he provides the, necessar- the necessary things that you need. But they never, ever, ever discuss what the woman actually wants. Right. right. What if the Pokemon doesn't want to be in the Pokeball? Right. And and like Ash catch them, these niggas try to catch them all. Oh, baby. It's full circle. Like Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But Pikachu it, is his main. Right. Like, Pikachu is his main. So Pikachu gets shown about. He rarely fights. Pikachu like, never wants to be in the ball. You know why? Because Pikachu is a boss-ass bitch. And yeah. Pikachu knows... They're worth. So look at that. Be 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 someone's Pikachu. The moral of the story here is Ash Ketchum. No, the moral of the story here is <laughs> yes, I mean, Ash Ketchum is a fuckboy. Yeah, he really pretty is much. though. Pretty much. He really is though. And Pikachu is fucking. And smart. then look how many times Pikachu lost battles. Facts. Put him through hell, or I don't know Pikachu sex him or her hell. Well, it doesn't matter. That Not, is true. Pikachu's get ass wizards. And then you still got to get another. Fucking Pokemon to fight with Pikachu or to help Pikachu. Yeah. Just to put that shit, be like, I right, thank you, bitch, and go right. right back in the ball. But Pikachu's still gonna yeah. stay out here. Yeah, Pikachu was refusing to go in the ball. <laughs> Refused every time. <laughs> like, you, you, no, this ain't gonna go down. Yeah, that's the that is the dynamic. What you of, think this is? That is the dynamic of some relationships today. Right. Is the dude. He got his mane that he flaunt around when he's around certain types of people. Like, yo, this is mine, yada, yada. Don't talk to her. This, this, that, and the third. This is my trophy. Lucky shot. then, I And then. Fucking shut up. Lakeisha, Lakeisha. And then he has the rest that, you know, he come around like, oh, I like you. Come, up. come with me. I'm going to take this one. I'm going to take this one. Good job. His choices. Now you know the Pokeball in his belt. Yeah. Going to battle. <laughs> like, that shit is so crazy. What um, a time to be alive. I hope y'all follow that that analogy. That I think real. it was very simple, but then again, I'm kind of silly, so it made sense to me. If y'all know Pokemon, this shit is blowing people's minds. Like, if you even oh, know Pepe Le Pew, I don't know if anybody know that one. I mean, it's, it's old school cartoons. Come on. Okay. You never know, though. Nah, yeah. Come on. You never know. If you, if Have you, you seen that video circulating around? Which one? From um People with the music? Was it with music? You talking about the football players? That's the one I'm talking about. Like, oh, before yeah. the college championship game, okay. they, like, in a, they like did the podium thing with a whole bunch of football players, and it was, like, testing them for their knowledge. Mm-hmm. They didn't know who Britney Spears was. Oh, that yes. one. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Those kids yeah. from the night, they were testing, like, 90s knowledge. And yeah. They were born in, like, 2000 or some shit. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So there's probably definitely an audience of people who do not remember who Pepe Le Pew is. Yikes. I'm hoping that you don't, audience If you really think young. about it, you don't really see Looney Tunes anywhere. No, there's no Looney Tunes out there like that, but... Still, like, I hope our audience. You'll get like the Muppets get flashed off every once in a Muppets. while, but <laughs> like, <laughs> but in terms of like the Looney Tunes, you don't really see them anywhere. 
I really hope I don't have to break down Pepe Le Pew for our audience. Like, that's wild. We're not. <laughs> we don't have all the time. Well, what else you got? Um, you're so stupid. <laughs> do really do men really have the choice of who they marry and women just settle based upon that? Um, I think, I think it, it's all situation. In the sense of commitment, because in most cases, the usual dynamic is that men are to... afraid of commitment and right. not afraid to whatever. And obviously in the whole sense of, of in, like, marrying someone or... Or right. engaging them, you know what I'm saying, is the man that's going to the woman to ask for that marriage. Right. right. So in essence, that level of the of that dynamic is dictated by the man. Unless they both have a conversation, then it's like, all right, this is what we this want. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. But for the mm-hmm. most part, if the man does not propose to the woman, then right. nothing's happen. happening. And then I was like, what are we doing here? And woman these days, or well, any day, is not trying to propose to a guy. Not a woman will write sense. I feel like no, she's not. <laughs> not a woman will write sense. Now, let, I mean, I obviously, so. it might be obvious, but for you, Nima, break down why you're not going on one knee for a man. Cause my granddaddy did not raise me to get on my fucking knee to ask a nigga to marry me. Are you shitting me? So in essence, the marriage is not up to you. It's not, but whether or not I decide that I want to take your hand in marriage or I want to actually give myself to you in that aspect, that's my choice. You can ask me to marry you, but I don't have to say yes, I will. Oh, same thing with the nigga. Yeah. yeah. You can say no. No, it works vice versa. But, but I'm still saying, like, they, they said that men choose who they want to marry. I guess who they want to commit to. Right. But I think women has the same choice, too. It's been plenty uh, of times that I've been asked to be with someone, and I've said no. But in most cases, women are are aiming for the marriage. We so. are aiming for a marriage with a man we're in a relationship with. Right. Yes. And so we're hoping at a certain point the man does ask us to marry them and take on a bigger commitment of a a different kind of partnership and relationship. Yes. But at the same time, they're trying to say that a woman doesn't have a choice. Like she's just settling. So the first man that asks her to marry him, she's going to say yes, because she doesn't have any other choices. Scary hours. That's That's what I'm saying. That's partially true in some aspects. But I think when it comes to men, I don't think men even look at marriage in the proper facet of like, I'm making this long-term commitment with somebody for the rest, well, hopefully for the rest of my life. I feel like uh, more times than not, and maybe this is a byproduct of what we're being programmed to know, but you see a lot of movies and TV shows, it's never like this big thing of like, oh, I want this to be the one person I want to spend the rest of my life with. It's always been more sore, it's always been more sore, uh, like, um, well, she's been nagging me for this whole entire time, We've already had kids. We've already lived together. So we already spent. Well. At, we already spent right. X amount of time with each other. We may as well to just get it out the way. It's never like I don't think a, lo- a majority of men look at it in the same sort of standpoint of like this is a next. This is what is going to take our relation relationship to the next level. Like this is going to be this right. next big thing, and we should be different people mm-hmm. after this whole big thing. It's more so like. It's like a fucking task to them. Like, yeah. oh, she always yell at me to fucking take out the garbage. Well, right. I'm going to finally take out the garbage. Word. She always yelling at me about what's the next step about, you know, marriage. Might Let me just, might as well do it. But then again, these days, people, I mean, not to say like marriage is on a decline, but most people just have like babies with people. And then it's like, all right, we basically married. Period. Yeah. Why, do, why do you have to get married when we got a kid together? What we got to do with each other? And they don't even like each other. So now you're stuck with a person you don't like with a baby. That's what's and happening now, a lot now, now too. And now, people's ba- and now babies are the new rings, in some cases. Which is crazy. And it all starts to what we were discussing about people dealing with people, not because they're on the same level. But it's because like, it's just uh, a situation that you're 
that's been placed in front of you, and so you just go along with it. Speaking mm-hmm. of and situation, that, and that goes along with you not actually getting to know the person, taking your time and getting to know the person. I've and had then this when discussion shit happens, at work. More times than not, you can't even escape out the situation because more times than not, it's too serious. The now situation. you have a whole child. Yikes. So and that's now you're what I was forced to co-parent with somebody you don't even fucking get along with. And Let that's me. what I was discussing at work when it comes to time. Because someone told me that, well, you shouldn't take so much time getting to know somebody. At a certain point, y'all should be in a relationship. And then that's how you get to know somebody. I'm like, but that's how people end up in situations and they don't that fucking like the person. And then they get pregnant or have a baby. That and now they no fucking tight. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You should want to experience what it's like to like genuinely grow and get to know someone and become that person's friend and be like actually and it I, takes time it takes time and have real honest conversations communication and your feelings might get hurt it, it might because you're getting <laughs> to know somebody all the ugly parts of them and they're getting all the ugly parts of you and then that's when you decide if i want to take on your bullshit and if they want to take on yours and you'll go from there but if you don't give yourself the opportunity to be somewhat vulnerable in that situation of dating and getting to know someone, then you're going to be fucked in the end. Like, it's, it's no wiggle room around that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people don't value relationships hmm. because they see it as, like Stephen said, just another thing to do. Right. We're in a relationship. On our to-do We're going to get yeah. engaged. Yeah. We're going to get married. And now we're right. looking at the social yeah. media aspect of it. Now it's like, I got to do it for the gram. Yeah. Like, take the cute photos, take the... I go out all the time, and I don't have no photos I post on them because it's nobody fucking business. And I don't need... I don't answer nobody questions. That part. I want to go through what I go through. The shit in is over, and I got to answer to no fucking body. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember, it was like a few weeks ago. Well, two instances. I posted something... And somebody in the comments was like, oh, I can't wait to see you with uh, somebody's daughter. I saw that. And then oh. I was like, funny enough, <laughs> you, you ain't never going to see it. I ain't even, never I just read it and started it. laughing because I never heard Stephen say it. that shit. Never going to see it. You're never going to see it. And never then somebody <laughs> DM'd me the other day, like a few weeks ago also, and it was like, um, they're like, they're a fan of like the content that I post and whatnot and how I like throw out subliminals that I'm in a relationship. And I'm like... <laughs> You clearly reading the gram wrong. We're, we're, you're, you're clearly fishing. Now, when we say slide into DMs, listeners, this is not what we were talking about. Okay. So, yeah. Like, so it's like there's there is a entire culture where people are in relationships for well, I won't say for the sake of social media, but, but social media gratification. does gratification. Yeah, yeah. They they I there's somebody specifically who's been popular on social media since like the MySpace days, the early days of YouTube, mm-hmm. and I swear to you. It's the most, I don't want to say it's hilarious because it would be rude, but it's weird seeing her. I don't follow her, but in the past that I follow her, it was weird, like, watching her immediately in a relationship. This dude is all over her page. Then once it ends, then she has to go back and delete it. Then she's in another relationship doing the same shit all over again. And then got to delete. It's like weird behavior. But that's the that's the culture we live in now. It's like I get the validation. Like, yeah, it's like I I ain't lonely out here. Being alone and being alone and being lonely are two different things. I feel like my struggle with who I am as a woman, who I've grown into and my past situations dealing with men, a man can't understand me. You can't understand that I can like you and have feelings for you and still might not want to be with you or be with you yet. Fair. Mm-hmm. And men are so used to women automatically want to attach themselves 
right. to the man that they don't understand me when I say I'm good. Like, let's just. What you mean you good? Get to know each other. Like that. Did just, you hear me? I said I love you. Like that can't that can't be the case. And I think it's based <laughs> off of social media and what people are used to seeing, and you know, dealing with specific kind of women and men. So do you think? Yeah, hashtag relationship goals is kind of like ruining the genuine relationship experience. I don't yes. think yeah that part too. But I don't think I have relationship goals. Sometimes I just think people, no, no, their no, dynamic looks but, good but together. Just he's speaking, the, from, just he's speaking visual, from a general space. Right, just oh, the visual okay, of okay. relationship, hashtag relationship goals. Like, you see the aspects of what a good couple looks like, even though it was a picture, which is fucking weird. It's just weird. the picture, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, two people hugging on each other. Relationship goals, that's what I want. And so now people scramble and, and scurry to, so the, yeah, try to recreate that shit definitely. with yeah, somebody that definitely. they don't even fucking like just for the sake of the visual Having. of I'm with somebody. Yeah. yeah. That's like, I remember... Yuck. It was Rico Love, and I think he like um, he got his girlfriend like a a photo studio because she's a photographer or whatever. Okay. And then I just remember a flock of women was like, "Yeah, this is how you really invest in your chick," and this, this, that, and the third. While that is true, on the other hand, how many people do you know <laughs> actually are in the position to do certain things like that? And and right. on the other side Bring of things, it home. come on. Are you the individual that's worthy Come of such? Come on now. Come on. Come <laughs> just because, on. Just because you may even have somebody that's capable of doing so, are doesn't you willing to put you in the work? Doesn't, it doesn't mean you are Church. capable enough. To deal with Church. that person. To deal with that person Church. or capable enough to even commit those sort of actions. Like, there's a whole bunch of people that's just starting businesses just for the sake of starting it. Doesn't mean you're going to be successful in it. Right. Like... And on top of that, it's I'd like, rather yeah. educate somebody than I'm with on trying to be a better entrepreneur, things of that nature. I'm not going to be like, yo, just because I have it doesn't mean like, yo, yo, here, like, oh, you want to do this? Do this. Oh, you want to do that? Do this. Teach I'm going to be, and, yeah, I'm going to teach you mm-hmm. or I'm going to be upfront with you. It's like, look, I would, if you really want to do this, like you, you can't half-ass this because I'm not just giving you fucking money. Just because we fucking, or you my girl, like, I'm giving you the money because this is an investment. Yeah. So I want you to be successful in it. I don't want it to be some fleeting shit where I gave you some bread, then two, three months later, now a new trend is on Instagram and you want to try that. I want my bread back. Not right. not in, like, I really want my bread back. But, but I, I want my fucking right. I want to actually I want to see, see my bread. I want to yeah, see my I wanna, bread. Like, ROI. I want a return on my investment. Look at us using terms. So it's like, I'm not just passing you some bread, but unfortunately, because you have shit like that, then people put that as the benchmark. So it's like, look, I need to be only dealing with individuals that can provide me this sort of lifestyle. Right. And you ain't got shit going on for yourself. And then if you want to keep it a buck, a lot of those people that are living that lifestyle that can return those, you know, put in money like that. How many people do we actually... We know people like that. How many of those people we actually know in healthy relationships? Right. Those are the type of niggas that just smashing everything around. They probably buy you a bag or some bullshit. I have clients like that. Whole nigga locked up. She got a whole business, but your whole nigga locked up. You're not happy. We kids. Next time I love... Or you're dealing with somebody else's kids. Right? You're dealing with somebody else's kids. And the bullshit that comes along with that. Next time on Love After Lockup. Shut the fuck up. That show is hilarious, by the way. I bet it is. That shit is hilarious. Yeah, people just, like, really confused about how shit really should be. People have lost their concept of what a healthy relationship is. People don't even know what a relationship 
is, and that's the and problem. Of, but on top of that, it's like there's no blueprint to what a health, like we know what a healthy relationship co- should consist of. Right. But at the end of the day, you have to define what a relationship is for you. For you. Because someone else's relationship is not going to be yours. Yeah, it and might we, not work for you, definitely. Right. And we always try to copy and paste the shit that we see online or to copy and paste the relationships that you see from other people and think, all right, well, you know, and this is how arguments come. Like, yo, Keisha's homeboy does that for her, so you can't do this shit for me? Shut up. It's like, but you know he had a bag from the beginning. Right. Sometimes, as a woman, you might be the one with the fucking bag. And vice versa. Dudes be complaining about chicks like, yo, daughter, oh, just everyone shut up. And just be, have the relationship that you have with your person and, and understand that, you know what I'm saying, you're going to have some mistakes. It's going to be ups and downs. But at the end of the day, you craft your relationship for you and not anyone else. And you else. define your situation. <clears throat> But at the same time, I think people need to be more realistic about what they can bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people come to the table with nothing. Some people... And you expect so much. I I can't be that kind of woman who come and want to insert myself in a man's life and not have nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. Or I can't do... Or I want these things, but I can't provide it for myself first. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people think like that. Remember that fucking story we were talking about episodes ago where that chick... um. She was like, dude, like, dude was gonna propose to the chick, and um, he explained why he was marrying her, and oh yeah, and all, all the things that she does all for him, but nothing he necessarily him. give to her. Right, that type of bullshit. Unhealthy. Yikes. But that might work for them because she's happy in that situation. Maybe she? she feels like you never know. Some women need. I, I know women like this. They need to be in control. They need to have control over every fucking thing. So dealing with a man who doesn't have as much puts them in. Puts them there on that pedestal. If I have control, I can control all of this right here. You need look me. what I made. Yeah, look. like you need me. Some women get off of that. So as me being who I am, I I can't. But in that example, then the woman has the upper hand. With it. this is kind of tying it back to marriage in a sense. Yeah, but that woman, woman has had the upper hand. The yeah, upper hand in that situation because like she built him. Yeah. To be the perfect quote unquote husband, whatever. Even though that situation was yeah really trash, but you know but what he's saying? only sticking around because he know no other woman gonna deal with that bullshit because he ain't got shit. So it's so in that case, would he be settling for her? They're settling for each other. As a matter of fact, he is probably settling for her because he probably really don't like her because he named all the things that she does for him financially mm-hmm. and what he brings right. to his life. But he's not necessarily saying what she does for him um, emotionally. Like she makes me do this. She makes me into a better man. She helped motivate me to do this. It's always about she cooks, she clean. You know, she gave me my first car. She helped me get a job. But it's not like what is she doing, helping you grow as a man? How is she feeding your soul? Yeah, it's not that. So he's definitely selling it. But the first chance he gets to meet a woman who sparks something to him, that's where the turbulence and shit is going to start. Because as humans, we get so used to dating through our past traumas and just trying to figure out our own bullshit and probably looking for that comfort in someone else that we forget to fix our own shit. So now when we get in situations to whereas we find someone who is good, we don't know how to necessarily accept it because we had this whole facade and we're so used to dealing with these kind of people who settle for less that now we have somebody who deserves and want more and you can't provide that for them. So now you're stuck in a situation of, oh, shit, I have it, but I'm not ready for it. Yeah. So now what do I think? So what do I like that? What do I do with it? Men, too. I mean, it'll be easier for you to say that, given that you date men. So you would know their aspects. But I've encountered a lot of 
there's a lot of women that's out there like that. Like they have, like I always call it, uh, invisible scars. Like they have so much shit that they deal with. Mm -hmm. So when they finally are, they deal with something that's healthy. They kind of almost feel like they're undeserving of it because they don't know how to operate in it, or they don't trust it because it's just like, what is this? This is foreign to me. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like, oh, this is too good to be true. Something's gonna happen eventually. Something's up. What you up to? Right. Da da da. You scheming? Or this is gonna end anyway. So. Right. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. Men and women deal with that. We do. We we both deal with it. (coughs) Some people deal with it. It takes them a lot longer to grow out of that. Have you ever put yourself in a situation with a person and you knew there was no intention of it ever being serious? And we were like dating? Yeah. Yes. No. I don't have time to waste. Like, have you ever, like, met someone, you met someone, you didn't really think that it'd go, it'd get serious. But then it gets serious. Did you ever find yourself in that position? We're supposed to just be one thing and then feelings grow and then it's like, oh, I didn't expect that. Yes. Never. You've never been in a situation where you met someone you didn't think it was going to be serious. That's not, that wasn't the the thing. It was never supposed to nah, be serious. Nah, because I'm way, I'm clear in my communication and then it's those type of people that, okay, we was just fucking or we was just messing around. That was all, that's all it was. And then those situations tend to be brief. They don't okay. last long enough for even for things for to progress. To even or we just keep shit very like, look, this is what we're doing. We're not doing anything outside of that. So that way nobody has any preconceived notions or feel like, oh, this time we this time it was a little bit different than last time. It's like, nah. So I try to avoid that as much as possible because, you know, humans are humans. You're gonna feel yeah. some type of way. Yeah. So it's like you even if you're not doing anything intentionally, some little thing may cause somebody to think of scenarios in their head. So by keeping shit as clean as possible, you kind of avoid a lot of nonsense. I th- yes and no. Yes and no in the sense of uh, you can go into a situation wanting to be one way. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. It's just this. But you can't help how feelings grow or how things turn out. Yeah, of course. Because that's human nature. You start to like somebody a little bit more than you And it also comes down to actions, too, which I'm very guilty of. I could say, because me saying it and me doing it are two different things. Of course. So me saying, I'm single, I'm not really looking for anything, but then I insert that boyfriend energy, and now all of a sudden it's like, "Eh, well, you say it, but you're not doing it. I'm a mess. And I will (laughs) work on myself. I think think once you get into a situation, it's supposed to just be one thing, right? And then you realize you like this person. So you want to have more fun experiences with this person. It's cool. But then once the feelings start to grow, you have to go back into this is not what this is supposed to be. It's supposed to be this. Yeah, but I don't think people ever do that. I Um, feel like people, once they reach that juncture, it's like, well, if I'm feeling this way, maybe they feel this way too. So then they either vocalize it or they do certain things. And then that's when either... That person does reveal, like, oh, yeah, I've been feeling the same way, too, and then things progress. Or it'd be like, right. nah, nigga, we agreed to what this was going to be. Right. And then somebody gets butthurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's dumb. I mean, I'm not going to say it's dumb because it's, it's, it that's happens. That's life. Right. That's life. <clears throat> and, and, it, and, and it happens. Yeah. I feel like it's it's something that's currently happening. Like, you know, dealing with someone in a very basic like this is what it is way but then you know that feelings may be developing 
but then you kind of have to anchor yourself to realize, like, yeah, even though this is a good feeling, it, it, it feels good when someone's feeling you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we both, we all could recognize that. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like, if this is something that I don't need right now, once it needs, even though this feels good, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't need this right now. So right. it kind of, that's where it kind of hits that, that ceiling to where it's like, all right, I know I'm feeling you. You know that you're feeling me, whatever. But at the end of the day, this is not something I need. So we should either, like, fall back or whatever the case may be or just keep it chill or but i think the fucked up part is <clears throat> a lot of people don't fall back when they realize that some uh the other party does feel them as much then they start to start to take advantage it's like oh you're gonna do this bet, bet. say less right well that's trash <laughs> like, <laughs> until they really cross the line and like start to vocalize like right. cross boundaries mm-hmm. and then it's like nah i gotta put you in check but all the Physical stuff that you may do that you didn't necessarily need to do, they'll still take those in and take advantage of those situations. Correct. Yes. There's a level of taking advantage. I mean, there's blatant taking advantage where it's like, I'm just going to use the situation for what it is. And there's another um, taking advantage of where it's like, all right, that melatonin feeling of like, all right, we are playing girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the case would be, and it feels good. But at the end of the day, I would hope that both parties are being very transparent in the sense of like, all right, this feels good and we know what this is, but at the end of the day, this is not really going anywhere and this is not what I need right now. In an ideal situation, that should be the case, but it doesn't. everybody's it doesn't. trash. <laughs> so, you know. The fucking spirit fingers took me out. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? Like, yeah. We all just need to do better. Yeah, I think so. there's way less ideal situations than what really happens. Yeah. Well. Because people are selfish <clears throat> and people are just jerks and assholes. Yeah. And then some people are just uh, nice people, but they're rare. Well, so. coming off of what you said, to where it, it'll get to a point to where it's both parties or someone has to just be like, all right, so this isn't going to work and we have to end this. Have you ever, do you think that people are ever truly ready for a relationship? And I find myself ready asking myself that now. No more one's than ever ready. I think you're not often. ready. Re- I don't think you're ready for a relationship. I think you're ready for the individual. I think if somebody mm-hmm. comes along and it provides you, you know, they fit characteristics that you don't even necessarily look for and you start to admire that, that's what makes you think about the grand scheme of things. Because you could say you're ready for a relationship, but you have no idea what it entails because every relationship is different with, with different people. Right. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. So I think once the right individual comes along and operates appropriately, then you'll start to have that sense of like, okay, this feels right. And I've been told that recently where it's like, you know, because right now I'm just like, mm, relationships, no thanks, I pass. Um, and then someone was like, you know, you probably just haven't found the right person yet. And yeah, it's, like, it's cliche, right, but it's very fair it's enough. True. You know, fair enough, I probably haven't found the right person yet. I thought I found the right, I thought I found the right, right person recently, but clearly that didn't work out. Um, and now it's just like, all right, yeah, I, I have to wait for the right person, but at the same time, I know still I need something. I need my my time and my turn to come. Me time. Yeah, do do what I have to do. So in essence, I might have, maybe I found the right person already. Who knows? Right. And at the end of the day, it's, it's like it even comes though down you to are timing. the right person, wrong time, and that's been my life. That right person, wrong, wrong time. time. I feel like I deal with that a lot. Um. But then how long can no, I stretch that? No, no, no. <laughs> no I, I feel like I'm the right nope. person. <clears throat> but how long Copy. can I stretch that shit out? Because at this point, time is, time is, it's always going to be the wrong time. It's always going to be the wrong time. When is the right time? And then. So then are you saying that you should just take that leap? Is that what you're saying? I mean, in, 
I'm not saying I particularly because then people like to me. say you'll make yourself but, ready for someone you truly want to be with, right. and I kind of feel like you might be. I don't know if I really truly believe that you might be forcing it. Like if you're not ready to take on everything that a relationship entails, then don't force yourself. No, she never forced herself into a relationship. But what I'm saying is that whole concept of right person, wrong time. What I'm saying when is when is the right time going to happen? And I think the right point, time it happened. It, it just uh, happened. Right, but but okay. So let's say the right time comes, however that looks or whatever that right. is. Then where's the person? That person could have moved on. That person could be whatever. It happens. That happens because I just had to tell a guy that I'm like, listen, you know, you felt like you needed to get your shit together in order to be with me. You got your shit together. Unfortunately, I'm not in that place right now. And I don't have those same feelings. Correct. That shit happens. Of course it happens. So then it's like, you make yourself ready for that person. No one ever says right time, wrong person. That doesn't make any sense. But that'd be the case, though. That's, to be the majority, right time. that's the majority of time. Yeah. You can be in the time to accept someone in your life to be in a relationship with them, but it's just the wrong fucking person. And some of us know that, and we remove ourselves from the situations and those people, and some people don't, and they stick it out, and they end up in horrible marriages. They end up in bad, bad relationships. They end oh, up with okay. children. Not thinking about it, yeah. And stuff like that. You know too. what I'm saying? But most, time, most times than not, it's usually right person, person, wrong time. Wrong time. But the opposite. I think the wrong time is usually more internal than the other party. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, time yeah. we're using yeah. time in the sense of not just like yeah. age or like whatever, things, but like timing happening. in their lives. It's a mm-hmm. personal thing. But then, if that's the case, then maybe it's just me. But then maybe that wasn't the truly the right person, because I feel like the right person would make you not ignore the red flags, but put you in the mindset where it's like it's even not if that shit, big of a deal. If shit even happens, I got I, you. I, it, I'm not even concerned. I'm not even worried about it. Like, I can overcome this individually, and I can overcome this with your support. And I think that's what the right person brings. Right. It's but like, with that people, person, uh, whether in, internal issues or external issues, like, that's minuscule. As long minuscule. as you got that person by your side, you know you're good. But some people Correct. never experience what it's like to have a good person by their side. So, so they don't that, even know what that is, is that or feels weird like. weird form of settling, in a sense? Not settling in a bad way, because once again... I said earlier that people stigmatize the term settling, but it's like, all right, the right person may not be the perfect person that you envision in your brain with all these characteristics, but it's somebody that's right for you. You know what I mean? Like, Because right person doesn't mean perfect person. It's just the right person for you and where you are in your life and what you need. And it might not... It's probably the last person that you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? And, and once again, we have this rattled list of characteristics and things that we want from a person, but... You know, and quote unquote, that's the perfect person, but the right person is a person that we're not probably looking at or giving any attention to, and that's the person that we should be focusing on because, as you said, it's the person that we need in our lives, and that's the person that will carry carry us forward. Mm. Once again, settling is not a, always a bad word, but you know, some would say that you're settling for that person because it's not the person that you may want in your brain. But the person that's I don't think that I wouldn't use the term settling. I, well, I don't know what other words to use, but thing is more so like Compromise? this. This piece fits into my puzzle. Right. Okay. I used that term before. Whatever. So, whatever term. Yeah, settling that. would mean that there's positive attributes and then there's negative attributes. And while the negative attributes really fuck with me, it's so many I'm, other. Positive- I'm going to still accept it because of the positive that I do like. That's what the settling yeah. means to me. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you cheat, but, but you got money. 
That's that's mad extreme. <laughs> like, but that's no, what that's, settling no, is. That be, and that's that. a lot of but situations. But that's, that's what settling is. That's right. a lot of situations. It's like the hard no's I still accept because the yeses is like, uh, I fuck with the yeses. So can we say that sometimes you have like 30 positives, one negative, but that one negative is a really big, big negative. One. How do you balance it out? Because it might be something that can be changed. Right. That well, negative. This is what I'm saying. Good settling and bad settling. Bad settling is what you're talking about. Well, I don't about. think there's a positive term of settling. In uh, me personally. I don't yeah, think no, settle- not even in terms of settling. It's just I have accepting I actually, acceptance. Well, yeah. yeah. I guess I that's have, like, I guess another... that's probably the opposite. I guess it's settling and then it's accepting. Well, settling is I guess a form, a form of, of acceptance. acceptance. But you know, once again, settling Because I, I wrote down like bad. when it comes to situations like that. How do you know it's worth the process? Like, how do you know your situation is worth sticking it out? Because sometimes everything isn't bad. Mm-hmm. You might just have one thing right. that's bad, but it can be fixed. And everyone's going to have flaws regardless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like you're compromising with those flaws to realize, like, all right, the majority of the good things about this person is worth it dealing with all these little bad things that could either be changed or it could be talked about, discussed, and overcome right. or whatever the case may be. I think that level of compromise, it's, once again, it's, I say settling, but, you know, it's like, all right, I'm willing to deal with all these little bad things because good outweighs the bad, and I'm settling with this person because I feel like at the end it's going to be worth it. You know what I'm saying? And the opposite of that is people that settle with all these bad things, but there's a little bit of good, but the good benefits me now, and right. they overlook the bad stuff, so they settle for that person because they're for that instant gratification. I think. Um, Do you think? Sorry to cut you off, but I'm I think it's um, it's like that Kanye West quote. Well, when he was going on one of his rants of like, "This shit don't sit well with my spirit." I think that's what it comes to at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. When the person's not there, when your friends are not there, your family's not there to you know chime in on their opinions. How do you feel about that individual at the end of the day? Do you, quote unquote, love them unconditionally or does it really bother you on the inside? And if it bothers you on the inside and you know this is something you can't really change, is either you're going to have to accept it and be like, fuck it. This is just who this individual is. Or if it's something that is really going to bother you for the long term, you got to ask yourself whether you want to stay for whatever reason or you got to move on. Yeah. You, yeah. You all right? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to, no, like, I had something in my head, and it was, like, going in and out. Except, yeah, I feel like, for me, over. even when we was on um, Lover's Quarrel, I'm trying to figure out, I know, as a woman, as a human, I want to be in a relationship at some point. Uh-huh. That I do know. Same. But I also think that person is going to come along when they're supposed to come along. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So for me now saying that I want to be in a relationship at some point, but I don't know if I'm going to be in a relationship right now. I feel like I get a lot of slack for that. Yeah, unfortunately. You get a slack from who specifically, though? Man. Women and men. Oh, really? Both? Yeah, they're like, no, because tell you that. that means you want to be in a relationship and you're just not admitting it. I'm like, well, well I definitely said the, I wanted to be in a relationship as we've had this conversation. Wait, wait, wait. No, like, as we had this conversation at the anniversary party, 
don't listen to your friends. Well, because <laughs> it's like one that's the another thing that doesn't get discussed enough is how, how how much bad advice women actually give to their fellow women. And then Correct. it's just like, I'm glad that I'm headstrong enough to know exactly what it is that I want, and I have no problem with making my own mistakes on my own and saying I fucked up. It is what it is. Right. It's life. I can I can deal with my own fuck ups, but it's like just because. I feel like people use my age. I'm 32. So they feel like, well, because you're older, you automatically, and you're a woman, you're very emotional. You want to be in a relationship. Uh, and it's like, uh, actually, that's not it. But it goes back to that dumb relationship goals bullshit that we we're talking about. Yeah. Like, your homegirls just want to see you in a relationship because yeah. it's about time and, and girl, you deserve it. Blah, take, blah, blah, blah. People, use, the, all that people use time too much as a way to validate and this is why I hate certain that things. I hate that And shit. it's like, yes, Naima wants to be in a relationship. I'm saying it on air. Naima wants to be in a relationship. Do I want to be in one right now? No, because I haven't found that person to make me feel like I'm ready to dedicate myself to them. Right. So until that happens, then no, I'm not ready. So you're waiting for the right time to find the right person. I'm waiting for the right person to come in. The right person and the right time. And the right time will be when that person comes. And then I'll know. But what if the person comes tomorrow? If the person comes tomorrow, then they fucking come tomorrow. Right. And then you'll be ready. And then I'll be ready. I will have to make the decision to be ready or to want to take on that commitment. Because I've always said relationships and being someone's girlfriend is like another fucking job. And I take that seriously. I'm not going to give myself to half as, give half half of myself to someone. That's not fair. And I think that I owe it to myself to get to know someone. And I don't think people take the time to get to really know someone. Because you meet our representative. Correct. And we're putting this facade about who we are and who we think you want us to be. In order for you to like don't us, properly communicate. Yeah, because I want you to like me, so I'm gonna behave this way so you can like me. Right, right. And then once I get That's you the in, lore. Yeah. yeah, once I get you in, I'm gonna pull all my bullshit out on you, and it's like, uh, you definitely could have told me this from the beginning. Right. It makes it a lot easier for us. But then once again, we don't want to come off as un undesirable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or share me too much too soon. Yeah, we talked about that on another yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you still have to be honest with the person. No matter what kind of relationship you want to have with them, whether it's something just for temporary or something more long term. Because I feel like once you're getting to know someone, you don't know right off the bat if you want to be in a relationship with them. I don't think. Of course not. That's If you know that off the bat, something is fucking wrong. Right. You're fucking you Joe from you. Oh, something is wrong with you. If you know off you. the bat, someone's the one? Yeah. yeah. If you know you off the bat, you want to be in a relationship with somebody, that that's like some real like. And I feel then like. Then you have to ask no. yourself, like, what is what are you actually viewing? Yeah, because it's like you. We see someone and we like them physically. And so it's like, that whole oh, love at first sight thing is is bullshit too. I don't yeah, believe I don't in love believe at in first I sight. I believe about that connection. I think when you get a connection with someone, it sparks something in you. Like I want to get to know you more. Right. I want to get to know should, you more. And people should should do the research on like the scientific aspect of like dopamines and how that affects your Correct. thinking and things. Yeah, of that nature. yeah. Because you've you've met somebody that you had a good vibe with. You know what I'm saying? That's the word these days. The vibe was right. Everybody the vibes were vibe. right. <laughs> The vibes were right. Everything was good. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that that's definitely a truth in that. You know what I'm saying? And I think people... And we say love at first sight, but it's really more like love at first meeting or connection. Mm-hmm. Or, and love, obviously, is being used loosely. Loosely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's more like that first meeting, everything's dope. The vibes are, are connected. And people don't want to put in the work. Right. That's the thing. That's the biggest. I think that's the biggest people issue. Don't, right, but you know what? People don't want to put in the work because so the people bullshit, instant. though. It's, it's kind of like with me, it's like... How do I know when I'm doing a little bit too much? And how do I know it's going to be worth it in the end? I think that's everyone's thing. 
That's another I thing. I can put in the work and the time, but how do I know you're being appreciative or you're, you really understand? You know what I'm saying? It's right. it's always a toss up. But that's, but that's when you notice the person's uh, actions, the things that they say, like communication, whether it's from verbally or from a body perspective of like, mm-hmm. I think another thing is like people want to validate what it is that they do for somebody. If you feel like you have to do something in order to re- get something in return, that's bad. Then don't do it in the first place. And you probably should look at yourself as an individual because you should be going into the situation being selfless. Like I want to do this because I you, want to. I want to genuinely do this for you and with you and with you. And not in terms of like, well, I'm doing this now, so when what my you time comes, right. you should be doing me a solid. Oh, no. If, I, if anything, my younger self used to do things in a relationship to validate myself as, like, the partner. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm going to go all out and do all these things for you because this is what a partner should do. When, in essence, those things were really hurting me. You know what I mean? And I think people go above and beyond for people in their relationships because it's like, all right, this is... This is what I've been conditioned to do, like be the provider, be A, B, C, D, F, G. But if you ain't got shit and you're trying to do the most for this person because, once again, you're looking for that validation or you're trying to validate yourself, then you're just fucking yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 22-year-old me. You fucked yourself. So sad. Oh, I right. think I well, do things from a point of I'm just a nice person and sometimes it's not that big of a deal to me to do something nice. I, I've reeled back. Well, I've recently decided to reel back and, and these are not even relationships but just dynamics between friends or whatever i've personally decided to reel back some because i realized that i would go hard for people and not to say because i'm not really expecting anything in return i'll go hard for people because you know i'm i want to support them and do whatever you know it is that they're working towards but at the end of the day it's like if that same person's not going as hard as i'm trying to go hard for them then it's just like i gotta ease back because it's not fair that i'm not compensating for their pace everyone has their own pace you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i realized I, I had to realize that you know me trying to force someone to like push them to you know kind of go forward when they're not ready mm-hmm. is unfair to them so i have to take a step back and realize that you know you have to work at your own pace at your own speed and you know if you do need help and i'm available and i can then i will but i'm not going to constantly push 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 you anymore unless you're ready yeah it's like uh, that J. Cole line of um, love is wanting more for somebody than they want for themselves, which is great, but you can't love everybody. Some people need to just actually desire more for themselves so right. that way they could be a better individual and then they'll be more accepting of somebody that actually can truly love them. Right. Like the I think that's why everyone struggles with the giving themselves space to actually genuinely just be happy and being in a place to accept someone's love genuinely with no restrictions pew, and pew, pew, pew. just nothing. The Un-target. good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. That's the title. Like of allow yourself to be able to accept happiness and love from someone without it coming with any bullshit with it. Like there's no strings attached to it. It's just genuine because I like you. Yeah. And, and letting it. go, letting it's, go of the past. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we we have so many past traumas we haven't dealt with that we let that fuck up our ability to see that someone is not necessarily there to take from you, but to give. Mm-hmm. I'm actively working on like forgetting, not forgetting my past, but like not using my past as a mechanism to define like where I'm going. Yeah. Especially with relationships. 
because it's like I I realized I've gotten so comfortable with having a bad ex and using all that as an excuse to be like, all right, well, this is why I did this A B C D E F G. But, but you like, can change the narrative of that because you're not that person anymore. I'm not that person anymore. I'm not then. I'm not that yeah. person that I was then. And I've been through so much growth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That that bad relationship does not define me now. It doesn't define your entire life. Yeah. So, you know, work in progress. But I'm definitely doing my best to not refer to that relationship in my current relationships and those moving forward because it doesn't do anything for me. I'll make the my, last point. Well, you go first. Yeah. My, yeah, client, my client told me something the other day she was just like sometimes you got to give people the room to go through what they need to go through and if they end up there with you then that's how it ends up but you have to give the person the space to grow and to get through their own bullshit you can't necessarily fix people or do the work for them you have to let them do it mm-hmm. and they have to do it because they want to mm-hmm. and i was like all right bitch you got it mm-hmm. you got it you right and I think um, just from an even grander scheme of like, just ask yourself why. Because people a lot of times just, whether it's past trauma, current shit that they're dealing with, family, people that they date, friends, just ask yourself why. Why am I dealing with this? Why are you dealing with this? Why are you letting it affect you emotionally? Why, why are you letting somebody else's energy be transferred to you? Just ask yourself why. And then ask yourself, like, how are you going to solve it? Because if you ask yourself why, you're going to figure out, okay, the reason why it's affecting me probably doesn't really hold any weight. Mm-hmm. And then to solve it is to just fucking let it go. That's all people really need to do. Yeah. That's and it's I'm a at. process. It's not something that, you know, you just do immediately because we're all human. There's right. good days and bad days. There's days where some shit's really going to affect you. There's days where you mm-hmm. can just brush it off like it's nothing. But it's just unlearning past behavior and learning new ways to cope with everything. And that's whether it's through social media, whether it's through family, whether it's people that you date. It's like people just have to ask themselves, why is this impacting me right now and how do I solve it? Because there's still tomorrow, the day after that, the day after that. So am I going to let that transpire and let this build to be something or am I going to move on and live my life? Because bill collector ain't asking you why you ain't pay. Facts. Definitely not. Student loans ain't asking you why, why you ain't pay. They definitely took all their money. They was like, they, bloop, they, bloop, bloop. The same way other establishments are able to carry on regardless of what you are living and dealing with, that's the same way you have to do for yourself. And that's literally how I was able to come to the studio today because I was really just like, I am fucking tired. Right. I was like, you know what? I'm a boss ass bitch. I gotta do what I gotta do. At the end of the day, respect I'll... your choices and be kind to yourself. Yeah. Let's wrap it up like that, and, shall we? And it's okay if you don't have it figured out just yet. Oh, we all don't have it figured out. Yeah, nobody has it figured out. It's okay. Even, even for people who speak from a perspective as if they have it figured out. It's that's, okay. And that's why I said respect your choices and be kind to yourself. We yeah. all have to be kinder to ourselves. Yes. That's what I'm working and on. And we're gonna be fuck a better up. friend to yourself. Facts. I'm pretty dope. Yeah. I think me and myself could uh, get along quite nicely. <laughs> yeah. You're annoying. <laughs> this is a good episode, guys. I feel a lot better walking away from this. Now, remember, this all started with men fucking who they can. But you, don't you just can. love how I just... But I like how it all comes full circle. Yeah. I feel like the choice is ours. But yeah, it all the comes choice, down to choice. The choice is both men and women. The, we both have the choice at the end of the day of deciding who we want to be with. The power is you yours. You can ask me, but I might be like, no, I don't want to. So then we ain't going to be together. There you go. That's it. 
Live your truth. Choose wisely. Choose the right fucking Pokemon to win the battle. Def. It all comes back to Pokemon. <laughs> it does. It all comes back to Pokemon. I choose you. No, I, 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 I'm siding with you, but that's crazy to like choose your Pokemon and then have them battle. Like, mm. Oh, just the concept of Pokemon itself. No, I'm just saying, like, you gonna choose him and then have that nigga out here fighting for you? Mm. That's crazy. And still put him back. Like, actually, thank you. Oh. But... You just see that nigga be like, oh, look at Pikachu over there. He's all dingy. Shut <laughs> 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 the, bat- the fuck All the battles he's been through Yikes. for your love. That's crazy. Love yourself, my G. Don't Pokemon. Let, don't let Naima <laughs> have you out here looking like fucking a broken down Pikachu, malnourished. You choose me and I'll choose you. Listen. Poke. Oh, man. Let's just the theme choose, song Let's rings. just choose each other at the right time. Word. And if we're not ready for each other, then maybe we'll come back around the next time and it'll be right. Yeah, that's nah, it. That she's gonna pick somebody else. Rich. Don't even come back around. Yikes. Well, on that note, thanks guys for tuning in. <laughs> Definitely appreciate y'all listening. Definitely um, do. You know, once again, it's just January, but we got much more of this to come. So stick with us, shall we? Let's see who makes it to my fucking birthday. Yikes. That's let's see how All that right. goes. we got a month. We have Nemus one month. You pull out the scissors, people. Snip, snip, snip. Man. Let's see. Another birthday. My birthday got me on Valentine's Day. Anyway, let's just wrap Ooh, this show up. I'm about to get annoying. Saucy. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, uh, you can tune in on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the podcast uh, platforms, Google Play, Stitcher, all that other shit. Um, SoundCloud as well. Um, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter um, where we will update you with lots of memes and other real shit. Um, You can follow all of us individually. Shoutouts to Bianca, gang gang. Hopefully she's doing well, Miss Computer Wiz. And uh, yeah. You know, this is another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. Bye. Deuces. Definitely Sophisticated Ignorance, and I'm fucking with it.